0: Coming up on a very special episode of Anchor Persons.
1: How the worm has turned.
0: The cheese may stand alone, but it rolls with a bunch of motherfuckers.
1: The worst food crime ever.
0: Blow rockin' Robin, because we're really going to rock it tonight. And what does Jack the Ripper have
1: to do with spotted dick?
0: Stay tuned to learn. Ladies and gentlemen,
1: this is Anchor Persons.
0: From the south and east of the northwest the land of trees and rivers currently on fire it's anchor persons with gene and greg person featuring sports emotional weather food crime the podcast shopping network and more anchors weigh you down cut loose with your news here's gene and greg good evening wherever you are whoever you are and welcome to anchor persons I'm Gene Person. And I'm Greg Person. No relation.
1: We already held our finale. So what are we doing here? Well, big news like three weeks ago, so timely as always. Sure. Um, <laughs> Queen Elizabeth II of England has died, and we wanted to have a very somber and dignified episode to commemorate her life and her glorious reign.
0: Yeah, so this is this is the long-promised special for britain Mm -hmm. (laughs) all stories will be british there's not going to be a lot of jokes because uh this is not really a joking matter absolutely not uh but there will be some fun had
1: yeah we just want to make it clear how much we love and above all respect our english cousins across the pond
0: who will probably not listen to us after this show uh for those who are unfamiliar how did, you, how did you even know this was here? But <laughs> Anchor right. Persons is a news show for people who don't like news shows by people who don't like news shows. And with that,
1: shall we get into tonight's story beats? Let's do it. All right. COVID hospitalizations in England have risen 20% in the last week as Britons gathered together to mourn their queen and see who would be chosen to serve her in the afterlife. So Great Britain has qualified
0: for the, for the first World Baseball Classic. The result of this news? Crickets.
1: Nope, strike one.
0: Great Britain has qualified for the first World Baseball Classic, thus fulfilling the prophecy once laid out in a British bootleg cut of the 1976 film *The Bad News Bears*. <laughs> oh, it's it's close, but it's a foul All right. tip. I'm sorry. Strike All right. two. Um Great Britain has qualified for the. First world baseball classic using only steroids made from concentrated black tea, refined sugar and stolen artifacts.
1: <laughs> all right. That's a home run. Good. It's the stolen artifacts at the end. That's sold the joke. Yeah. In other COVID news, the queen of Denmark tested positive for Corona the day after Elizabeth's funeral, meaning all the leaders of the world were exposed at the same time. In unrelated news, I've become cautiously optimistic about the future.
0: A ban of fracking for natural gas has been lifted in Great Britain. Fracking was banned after a series of earthquakes caused by the practice rocked the UK, some earthquakes as large in magnitude as a 2.5, which in the USA registers as a light to medium tickle on the Richter scale.
1: An Avon woman with a lethal allergy to dairy has died after eating a vegan wrap because its coconut yogurt dressing was contaminated by milk products, proving how unhealthy the vegan diet actually is.
0: Prime Minister Liz Truss has revealed economic policy including tax cuts for the wealthy. She then pulled off her mask to reveal she's been former U.S. President Ronald Reagan this whole time. Queen
1: Elizabeth II of England has died. Obviously we're going to play this one straight, as this is not the kind of news about which one should make jokes. I mean, we're definitely
0: not. All right. Queen Elizabeth II of England has died. The People's Queen, however, Shangela Laquifa Wadley, is still very much alive.
1: Queen Elizabeth II of England has died, but the rest of the royal family remains at large. Queen Elizabeth II of England has died.
0: To honor the former Queen, Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau dressed in blackface.
1: (laughs) Queen Elizabeth II of England has died. Her sarcophagus was seized by the Egyptian Museum. That's a really good one.
0: Queen Elizabeth II of England has died. Uh, Rather than being replaced by a worker, as would happen in a beehive, she'll be replaced by a drone.
1: Queen Elizabeth II of England has died, which means Princess Diana can finally come out of hiding.
0: Queen Elizabeth... (laughs) Hang on a second. This one's going to be hard for me to get through. I believe in you. Queen Elizabeth II of England has died, citing a desire to spend more time with her husband. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I'm dying. (laughs) Oh my god, that is... Oh, fuck. (laughs) That's the best joke you've ever told. That is so perfect. I kind of don't... The show is over. (laughs) It's done. We did it. We did it. We can stop now. (laughs) You're welcome. Fuck. That's so good. Be proud of that for the rest of your life. (laughs) Okay. That's such a good joke. Fuck. Okay. Okay. Queen Elizabeth II of England has died, so special elections for a new queen will be held shortly. Queen Elizabeth II of England
0: has died after Elon Musking every single advancement in Britain for decades.
1: Queen Elizabeth II of England has died, and apparently her son just gets to be queen now?
0: Queen Elizabeth II of England has died in a bold demonstration that lizard people are also mortal.
1: Queen Elizabeth II of England has died, and apparently a boy queen is called a king. We apologize for the confusion.
0: Queen Elizabeth II of England has died, thankfully the actual queen and not Scott Thompson's wonderful characterization.
1: Queen Elizabeth II of England has died, and we've just received word from RuPaul that the previous statement was also inaccurate for a different reason. Sorry again.
0: Queen Elizabeth II of England has died, leaving the remaining king, rook, and four pawns unprotected.
1: Queen Elizabeth II of England has died. And while the IRA hasn't claimed responsibility, they're not rushing to deny it either. Queen Elizabeth II of
0: England has died, leaving her beloved corgis to her son, Andrew, as he is an accomplished groomer.
1: Queen Elizabeth II of England has died, but I was nowhere near at the time, so back off. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth II of
0: England has died, and the British press has been covering the funeral extensively, prompting some complaint. That the BBC is a public entity and should be focused on royalty-free content.
1: That's, that's a bit of a thinker, but I like that one. Yeah. I'm not going to laugh at it, but <laughs> I do want to sure. appreciate it quietly. Okay. Respectfully. <laughs> Queen Elizabeth II of England has died. Her remains will be returned to the Anunnaki homeworld.
0: Queen Elizabeth II of England has died after being squished by a comically large illustrated foot in a Terry Gilliam cartoon.
1: Queen Elizabeth II of England has died. Notably, all previous queens of England have also died, leading some to believe that the position is cursed. Queen
0: Elizabeth II of England has died. In keeping with tradition, she'll be interred at Westminster Honky Tonk Rock and Roll Steakhouse.
1: Queen Elizabeth II of England has died. Authorities hope this will shine a light on the nation's opioid crisis. Queen Elizabeth II
0: of England has died, another victim of colony collapse syndrome.
1: Queen Elizabeth II of England has died, leading the FDA to once again ask people not to take the NyQuil chicken challenge.
0: (laughs) That's a good one. Queen Elizabeth II of England has died, you know, popped her clogs, came to a sticky end, went for a Burton, hopped a twig, brown bread, gone off trumpet cleaning. Pinched the corgi penis, sipped the big tea, went a frolicking in the poppies, was acquired by the East India Trading Company, finished a sentence. Finished. A sentence.
1: Queen Elizabeth II of England has died, proving once and for all that crime doesn't pay. Awesome. But enough about the news. It's main News!
0: <laughs> so normally for main News, we cover a number of stories and I have selected some for us to talk about, but the, the bigger segment is to link two unrelated items.
1: Uh, I'd like to talk about spotted dick.
0: Oh yes, please let me know Mm. all about your spotted dick.
1: Well, it's not mine per se. I've actually never had it. It's a traditional British steamed pudding, uh, historically made with suet and dried fruit. Uh, usually currants or raisins and often served with custard it sounds disgusting mm-hmm. and uh, but it is a you know a traditional british classic it's not like the most classic british dessert it's just the one that we americans like to talk about because we think spotted dick is a really funny name for a dessert
0: it sure is yeah all right well uh what does that have to do with jack the ripper In the Whitechapel area of London in 1888, a serial killer stalked the filthy streets preying on prostitutes, a common victim of even modern serial killers. In all, there were five confirmed victims of Jack the Ripper, though some people really want that death toll to be higher and will perform all kinds of mental gymnastics to convince themselves that the number is indeed much higher. The confirmed victims are Marianne Nichols, Annie Chapman, Elizabeth Stride, Catherine Eddowes, and Mary Kelly. There have been numerous suspects put forward, and a lot of theories, some of them conspiracy theories. Realistically, we'll probably never know who Jack the Ripper was. Unfortunately, these murders predated modern forensics, and predated the courtroom use of DNA by over a century. So...
1: Now, the victims, and correct me if I'm wrong, but all the victims of Jack the Ripper were prostitutes, correct?
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Okay, and likely, highly likely that some or all of them were carrying V D in some form. Sexually oh. transmitted infections. Oh, I like see
0: where you're from. going. Yeah, I mean, this was an age before antibiotics.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And it was... Uh, I, w- I would assume that venereal diseases were, were rampant. A lot of diseases were rampant in Whitechapel
1: in 1888. So, yeah. So... I mean, he could, if, if we assume that his motive was some kind of revenge against these women, mm-hmm. we could assume that he could just as easily have been called the spotted dick killer. He
0: could have. He wasn't, but he could have.
1: I mean, only because we didn't see his dick. Right. His dick was um, never spotted. <laughs> right. Right. And, and I'm confident that if we could see Jack the Ripper's dick, Mm-hmm. It would be just a sorry, tragic sight. It probably would. Not unlike a spotted dick itself. Right. Because steamed pudding with suet and raisins. You know how I feel about
0: raisins. I, I know. I, I personally like raisins, but um, th- the description of a steamed pudding with suet and raisins does not sound all that appealing to me. Mm-mm and mm-hmm. honestly neither does having someone out there murdering prostitutes so there's another link
1: well and and here's here's the thing about raisins that i hate is that they are insidious they you know much as jack the ripper walked among us not us but the people of victorian london undetected mm-hmm. So, oftentimes, in desserts and baked goods, a raisin will lurk undetected.
0: Sure, until sure.
1: Until you bite into it and you just, I mean... Speaking
0: of raisins, this is interesting. I, I, I hadn't really bridged this this particular gap before, but uh, believe it or not, at, at at a couple of the crime scenes, grapes were found.
1: He's taunting us, even now. <laughs> even in in the future as we attempt to solve this crime which is what we're doing right now right <laughs> uh, he somehow knew that we would make the raisin connection
0: jack the ripper was a california raisin
1: i mean we can't say that right, like right. legally the raisins will sue the shit out of us yeah 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 so those guys are superstars and they're above the law <laughs> like if it if it turns out that the california raisins had anything to do with these crimes they'll never do time
0: no 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 they, i mean They'll buy their way right out of this problem.
1: But something about grapes—if you eat—if you eat grapes in any form, you're a pervert. I think is where we're going with this.
0: I, I don't know. I like wine. Our friends at Brosé like wine. That's made from grapes. Yeah.
1: But you know who else likes wine? Who's that? Ser- serial killers, probably.
0: Some serial killers. Jeffrey Dahmer was a big drinker. I don't know that he drank wine. But uh, there, there there have been serial killers who were uh, teetotalers, too. So,
1: Well, I don't think their religion has anything to do with it. <laughs> right. That's a real funny joke. That
0: is. That's pretty good. Yeah, so I think we've done a pretty good job, a respectable job of uh, bridging these two things. What do you think? I
1: mean, yeah, it's pretty clear that. Jack the Ripper had a spotted dick and was eating a spotted dick mm-hmm. and liked grapes and raisins, which is a disgusting thing to do. Right. And that's that's his real crime.
0: <laughs> okay. So uh, in our other main, main news stories, uh, apparently Sweden's prime minister has been tweeting with a, a number of people, including Swe- Sweden's prime minister, have been tweeting with a A person on Twitter, at Liz Truss, who is apparently a woman called Liz Trussell, who uh, is not the conservative leader of Britain, and uh, that's pretty funny.
1: So what if they've just been tweeting her, like, congratulations? And she's like, thanks for what, though? It
0: could be, at Liz Truss, congratulations. It could be, at Liz Truss, you're a horrible person. Either way, it's not reaching the right person.
1: Well, it never reaches the right person anyway, though, does it? Because those people, they don't read their Twitter accounts.
0: Right, right.
1: Unless, except for Donald Trump, who does read his Twitter. So (laughs) anything you tweet at him, he will read and he will see the bow. Yeah, yeah.
0: All right, so that's one story down. Uh, One in eight Brits want to be able to fart freely in public without being judged. I mean, who cares if you're being judged? Just let it go. It's not healthy what to hold they on they to that gas.
1: Right. What are they gonna do? Like we've talked about it on the show. Yeah. If if you hold in farts, you can hurt yourself.
0: And and I know that, that you folks put a premium on politeness, but really
1: And it's it's not even really about politeness, really. It's about repression. Right. They're they're a nation of beaten, broken boot And I say this with love. And... <laughs> it's
0: a term of endearment.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a term of endearment where I come from, um, love. <laughs> and uh, they just they just need to let it go.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, there's ways to do it discreetly, you know. You don't have to announce it to the world.
0: All right, a, a, an Englishman has uh, broken a Guinness World Record by having a drink at 67 different pubs in a single 24-hour period. No word on whether this was for STEM education.
1: I was literally just about to ask, what is is this doing for Steph? Um, So he had 67 drinks in a 24-hour period. Yeah. They weren't all alcoholic drinks. I
0: I would assume they, 67 is a lot, man.
1: I could see maybe 67 sips of a cider, maybe. Uh,
0: Wait, here's, here's here's a sentence. The plan was to try and keep it sober for the first 25 pubs. But that went out the window 15 pubs in. I had to mix it up a little bit. I tried to drink alcohol in one and a non-alcoholic drink in another, just trying to space it out. Which is, I mean, his liver probably thanks him for that.
1: Even so, like, if if he did space it out, then he's had at least a couple dozen alcoholic drinks in a 24-hour period.
0: Right. Which is, like, that's, a drink an hour, that's a lot.
1: That's no good, buddy. You gotta... He can't be living like that.
0: Yeah, I think his body will recover from a one-day exercise like that, but but don't take it too far, Mister.
1: Well, no, and, and but fortunately, now a kid saw it and wants to become a mechanical engineer. So. Sure.
0: So there is that that fortunate end result. Um. So I, I found this story: escaped sheep stops traffic in both directions on a British highway. And I don't even think the story needed a date. Because isn't that just something that happens all the time?
1: That's just the most British thing that could happen.
0: Right. Here's another uh, fun story. A British man is aiming for a a Guinness World Record with a 22-foot mobility scooter. His name is Kevin Hmm. Nix. He previously earned Guinness World Records for uh, creating the world's fastest motorized shed. And the world's fastest wheelbarrow. I don't understand why either of those are records. It's so stupid.
1: Well, I think the Guinness people have a lot to answer for. They
0: really do. Yeah,
1: they've they've gotten so many nerds obsessed with so much dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Like those people were never going to cure cancer, right? So it's not like it's a huge loss if a guy wants to become the person who can. Whistle the Star-Spangled Banner the fastest.
0: Sure, but but essentially Guinness has become a mill for churning out these records in exchange for money. I mean, that's what they do.
1: Yeah, it's it's not good, guys, because this is basically you're doing TikTok but in a book. Yeah, and um, it's just it's, it's cut it out. You got your you got your tasty lager that everybody likes. Just uh, enjoy that.
0: So, this is a story that I I absolutely wanted to share with you. I thought about sharing it with you for you to cover it in food crime, but you had already found a food crime that is so fucking criminal. Mm -hmm. British store cupboard classics get a makeover as ice cream. New ice cream flavors are debuted um, based on what British people store in their cupboards, including tea, baked beans, ketchup, and... My personal favorite, which I'm I'm wondering how you're going to feel about it, mayonnaise.
1: Do you actually wonder how I feel about it? Or (laughs) did you just want me to talk about it on the podcast?
0: I just wanted your reaction. Mm.
1: (laughs) Listen, at a certain point, the fact that you're doing something just for a gimmick or a goof doesn't excuse it if it's bad enough. Mm Mm-hmm. Short sheeting someone's bed is a prank. Putting pepper spray on their toilet paper is a prank. Making mayonnaise ice cream is a crime no matter why you're doing it.
0: Yeah. All right. And our final main news story. The UK Royals are forcing UK news sites to delete embarrassing video clips of the royal family.
1: Oh, God. They'll be at that one a while. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, apparently, uh, one such clip was of uh, Charles gesturing rudely to a servant while declaring himself king. Fun stuff. You gotta love that constitutional monarchy.
1: Well, you know, there were Republican protests in England, Republican in the British sense, that they want to abolish the monarchy. Mm-hmm. Um, there were there were protests of people saying, "Who elected this dipshit?" rhetorically because of course no one did yes and um they actually got thrown in jail for insulting the dignity of the king (sighs) people have been going to jail for criticizing the king that's where we're at in 2022
0: yeah yeah.
1: Well, no. To clarify, it's not where we're at.
0: Yeah, we, because we're in a place where we here. can say pretty much anything we we want, <laughs> which we th-
1: threw off the yoke of the monarchy over two hundred years ago.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, we're also living in a place where if we get sick, we're fucked. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right,
1: listen, it's not all champagne and caviar in this country. <laughs> but by God, there's no king. I have to kiss the ass up.
0: Right. Right. I can't afford a house payment, or uh, or the financing of my you know child's orthodontia, but i uh, I can certainly I can certainly say whatever I want.
1: Right. Well, and this this leads me to another thing that irks me, and we've talked about this, Gene, when when Americans refer to Queen Elizabeth or King Charles or whoever as the Queen. The king. Mm-hmm. That's not your queen. That's not your king. You are an American. You do not have a monarch. You have a senile, doddering, racist asshole as the head of your government.
0: Yeah, it's like that old that old chestnut where you, you want to buy a, a Freemason ring or a Mason ring. You go ahead and buy it if you're not a Mason because you don't have to abide by Masonic
1: rules. And the thing is, it's like are our... Are our leaders better? No, obviously. Of course not. Yeah, no way. They were were elected sort of, (laughs) basically.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, we're still ahead of the game.
0: Yeah, okay. So, shall we move on to the fake truth story?
1: Yeah, let's do. Okay. Now, folks, we've been talking about it all night. Uh, Queen Elizabeth II of England has died. And. We did want to imagine what those immediate moments afterward, the, the realization, might have been. And uh, we think it might have come out something like this. Hello, I wish to register a complaint. I wish to complain about this queen what I purchased not half an hour ago from this very boutique.
0: Oh yes, the uh, Windsor Blue. What's uh, What's wrong with it?
1: I'll tell you what's wrong with it, my lad. She's dead. That's what's wrong with it.
0: No, no. She's uh, She's rested.
1: Look, matey, I know a dead queen when I see one, and I'm looking at one right now.
0: No, no, she's not dead. She's she's resting. Remarkable bird, the winter blue, isn't it? Beautiful plumage.
1: The plumage don't enter do it. It's stone dead. No, 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 no. She's resting.
0: All right then, if
1: she's resting, I'll wake her up. Hello, your majesty. I've got a lovely fresh cuttlefish for you. If think you think she, she moved. No, she didn't. That was you at the throne. I never. Yes, you did. I never,
0: never did anything. Hello, Lizzie.
1: Testing, 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 testing. This is your nine o'clock alarm call. Now that's what I call a dead queen.
0: No, no, she's... she's stunned.
1: Stunned?
0: Yeah, you stunned her, just
1: as she was waking up. Windsor Blue's stunned easily. Um, now look. Now look, mate, I've definitely had enough of this. That queen is definitely deceased, and when I purchased it not half an hour ago, you assured me that its total lack of movement was due to it being tired and shagged out following a prolonged jubilee.
0: Well, she's... she's probably, um... Pining for
1: the Empire. Pining for the Empire? What kind of talk is that? Look, why did she fall flat on her back the moment I got her home?
0: The Winter Blue prefers keeping on its back. Remarkable bird, isn't it, Squire? Lovely plumage.
1: Look, I took the liberty of examining that queen when I got it home, and I discovered the only reason that it had been sitting on its perch in the first place was that it had been nailed there. No, no! She's pining! She's not pining! She's passed on! This queen is no more! She has ceased to be! She's expired and gone to meet her maker! She's a stiff, bereft of life! She rests in peace! If you hadn't nailed her to the throne, she'd be pushing up the daisies! Her metabolic processes are now history! She's off the twig. She's kicked the bucket. She's shuffled off her motor coil, run down the curtain, and joined the bleeding choir invisible. This is an ex-queen.
0: Greetings, gentle listeners. If you enjoy this podcast, you may also like Brosé, A, a talk show starring four bros who sip wine and consider questions submitted by you, the audience, about current events, pop culture, and which Muppet you should get tattooed on your back. Subscribe to Brose wherever you get your podcasts. That's B-R-O-S-E. Brose, the podcast for those who drink rosé.
1: Dignified and respectful.
0: All right, folks, it is sports. For sports this week, we're covering the Cooper's Hill Cheese Roll, a sport that we have shockingly failed to cover in previous episodes of this podcast. The Cooper's Hill Cheese Roll is a world famous event where, over the course of several races, a 9 pound wheel of double Gloucester cheese is sent rolling down a 200 yard hill at speeds up to 70 miles an hour, chased by competitors. The first across the finish line wins the cheese. There are separate events for men and women, and multiple races held throughout the day. The tradition is believed to be at least 600 years old, with competing theories as to how it started, from a contest to secure grazing rights, to a pagan ceremony. Nobody can say for sure, but we can say this for sure, this sport is not a safe one. An ambulance is on site the day of the event, and one year they reported 15 injuries, with four of those injuries being regarded as serious. The first American winner, Kenny Rackers, won in 2013.
1: So you do win the cheese at the end of it, right?
0: Yeah. If if you are the first person to cross the finish line, you win the cheese.
1: Do you think people just enjoy the cheese or do they like put it on their mantle?
0: I don't know. I think think probably a mix of both. I think that it's a lot. A nine pound block of cheese is a lot. You'd be hard pressed. You're going to be constipated for a year if you eat that in one sitting.
1: Well, no, because here's the thing. The power move is to win the cheese and then share the cheese with your fellow competitors.
0: Yeah, and I'm assuming that's what most of them do.
1: You just have a big old cheese party. You see how many people it takes to eat a nine-pound block of cheese in it.
0: Yeah, you you have a nice little fondue. (laughs) Ooh,
1: imagine a fondue with a nine-pound cheese the size of the fucking fondue cauldron you would need.
0: Right, right. <clears throat>
1: this this is an idea, though.
0: It kind of is.
1: I have a plan, Gene.
0: Okay, let's hear your plan.
1: <clears throat> okay. As you know, I'm quite good at rolling down stuff. Sure. So I think I can maybe get this cheese. Okay. Now, I might not survive. <laughs> so I'm going to need your solemn oath that if I do die securing this cheese, you're going to throw the cheese party for me.
0: Okay, I will throw a cheese party for you.
1: Okay. Because I might end up going the way of the queen. I,
0: I strongly advise you not to participate in the Cooper's Hill Cheese Race, but, you know, whatever.
1: You can picture it, though.
0: I, I I could. I could. You can
1: picture me going for it. And, I mean, I think I got a shot. I think I have an advantage here.
0: I think, that- I think you do, but... <laughs> I. This is a very steep hill, my friend. Hmm.
1: Well, you know, go big or go home.
0: I guess. I guess. Okay. All right. It is time for our creature feature. Greg, what creature are we featuring this week?
1: Now, this is a creature that I've never heard of and I don't understand, but apparently it's quite common in Britain. It's not a royalist. It's what's called a slow, slow worm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And... The slow worm looks for all the world like a snake, but it's not a snake hmm. and it's not a worm. It's a legless lizard, which I thought that's what a snake was.
0: Right. I was about to and, say,
1: Huh. but apparently a lizard is diff is a different kind of reptile. And this is just a lizard that doesn't have any legs. Immaterial, um, You know, irrespective of the evolutionary path of the snake Mm -hmm. is the slow worm. Hmm. This is like convergent evolution. Why evolution decided we needed two classes of legless lizards, I have no idea. But the thing is, people quite naturally think they're snakes and so they'll kill the slow lizards or the slow worms if they find them in their gardens. But the slow worm is actually quite good for pest control and completely harmless. Mm -hmm. So. If you see a snake in England, it might be a snake or it might be a slow worm. So pick it up. And if it bites you, it was a snake. Too bad. (laughs) As
0: you know, there's no great time to travel in the UK. So Gene and Greg are back this week with touching tips on surviving your trip.
1: Uh, If you're preparing to make a trip to England, why? Spain is right there. That's where they go on vacation.
0: If you get confused about which side of the road you should be on, remember it's impolite to pick sides.
1: Seriously, why? France is like 20 minutes away. You could be eating baguettes under the Eiffel Tower.
0: In Great Britain, they call umbrellas brawlies. In Oregon, where we also get a lot of rain, we call them unnecessary.
1: When's the le- this is kind of a tangent. When's the last time you actually saw someone using an umbrella in the rain?
0: i don't know i oh well i mean i think uh, it rained here a little while back and i saw someone holding an umbrella and my first thought was Californian.
1: californians yep absolutely that's the last time i saw someone use an umbrella was i'm pretty sure in college Yeah. so it's been a minute honestly even Germany would be better
0: if you're out to breakfast in London do not order biscuits and gravy they will serve you cookies in whatever the hell bread sauce is alright and now it is time for the emotional weather this week's emotional weather cheeky, chuffed, and knackered my cheeky weather former rock star and possible centaur Tommy Lee has announced his own OnlyFans channel he's done so with a photograph of his own bare butt cheeks the news hitting a month after lee posted a full frontal nude online tommy you're a living advertisement for both prophylactics and antibiotics but damned if you're not entertaining
1: well for my cheeky weather uh and you knew i had to do this since we were coming back for a special episode i wanted Mm -hmm. to bring back butt science so, <clears throat> I wanted to pose to you, Gene, the most fundamental butt science question of all. Why do you think it is that humans have such big, round, luscious butts when other um, animals don't?
0: It's probably to appease Sir Mixalot.
1: Well, it's true, because, see, that's the only sort of uh, royalty or aristocracy mm-hmm. we recognize in this country is uh, Sir Mixalot right. and Prince. Well, it's for upright locomotion. Because, see, yeah, the glutes are, are very important mm. for walking and running. So, and that's why other animals have pathetic, emaciated glutes, and humans have the best butts. Not all humans. And always <laughs> <won>. USA, <laughs> USA. I mean, not all humans. I, I of course, have a, a pitiful butt. I just have these two flaps, well i mean mine's not
0: much better than that so let's not let's not dwell on it too long shall we move on to chuffed let's do it for chuffed i want to talk about something that has me dead chuffed and that's the fact that gil person my lovely wife is much happier in her new job she's like a whole new person it thrills me to pieces to see her thrive like this congratulations jill i mean gill shit i almost called her jill
1: Gross. What's a gel? Ew. <laughs> now, for my chuffed weather, when I can't think of anything to talk about on an emotional weather item, I always go to the etymology of the word itself and see if that entertains mm-hmm. me. And the word chuffed uh, is a word from the 16th century, meaning stuffed with fat. Hmm. So... I guess I
0: am
1: a little chuffed. Yeah, I'm not as not as chuffed as I, I used to be though. Pretty
0: well chuffed. It's all the spotted dick. Yeah, you, you
1: take too many spotted dicks in your mouth, you'll be dead yeah. chuffed.
0: All right, knackered. At best, parenthood has ushered in some of the most mediocre sleeps of my life. But let me tell you, lately, for whatever reason, getting a good night's rest has been downright impossible. There's uh, no one thing keeping me up. Or keeping me tired And I'm serious about that It feels at times like the universe simply just does not want me to sleep And I have no idea what to do about it Some nights it's gas pain Some nights it's nightmares Some nights anxiety Some nights uh, getting kicked in the back Some nights are just too noisy Sleep deprivation makes my mind do all kinds of weird shit But as God is my witness I make this solemn vow I will Always No No, I will never I will never, ever... Greg, 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 it just occurred to me. I'm at my desk. Yes. We're recording a podcast. Uh Uh-huh. Have we gone back in time?
1: No, and I'll tell you why. Because the queen is dead. Oh, right, 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 okay. She was alive before, but now she's not.
0: Thank you for bringing me back to reality.
1: You're welcome, buddy. That's what I'm here for. Well, for my knackered weather, I was actually going to talk about how Gene needs to get more sleep. But here's what I'll do instead. I need to tell you all that everybody needs to get more sleep. Sleep sleep is the third pillar of health and wellness. Everybody knows you need to have a better diet. Everybody knows you need to exercise. People don't realize that sleep is just as crucial as those other two, and if you don't get it, the other two won't do you as much good. If you are the kind of person who cares about your health, if you're watching what you eat, if you're working out, that's fantastic. If you're still not sleeping enough, if you're not getting your seven to nine hours a night, you're not doing enough. Figure out how to sleep. Like, I know it's hard because I sleep like shit, And I've got lots going on on any given day. you got to figure out how to sleep in the same way you got to figure out how not to eat Taco Bell and not to sit on your ass all day.
0: Well, as you know, every week our investigative team uncovers a detailed and harrowing story on food crime. This week, Greg Person has his work cut out for him.
1: Folks, this thing, and I want to encourage you to Google image search for this because you'll get it. You'll get it immediately. It's called Stargazy Pie. It's a Cornish dish made from baked sardines, eggs, and potatoes covered in a pastry crust. And what makes the Stargazy Pie different from other fish pies, which is not a thing that should exist, by the way? (laughs) Right. England, you're doing too many pies. I love pie. Fish does not belong in a pie of any sort. Eel pie, no. Salmon pie? Fuck you. Stop it with this. But <laughs> the, the the Stargazy pie is different from the other fish pies in that the sardine heads are left poking out of the crust to look at you. Uh, it's called Stargazy Pie because their heads appear to be gazing up at the stars.
0: Oh it's so horrible. It's like the most deplorable food stuff.
1: I mean I, I liked sardines back before I stopped murdering animals for my own selfish pleasure. Um, I did love a nice oily fish, but in moderation. You you can't eat a whole pie based around a sardine.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, and sardines aren't my favorite of of the flavors of of the fishy flavors.
1: It's very fishy. Yeah, you, you yeah. you've got a really. Like even me as a person who like to eat fish, you kind of got to be ready for it. You got to be in a real mood for fish to eat sardines.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You most certainly cannot eat a whole slice of sardine pie that looks at you
0: with the the face yeah pointing up. It's so it's so gross looking.
1: This is the nastiest looking shit I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, it's pretty terrible.
1: I mean, does it taste as bad as Hey, Carl, or um, Circus Peanuts? Probably not. But
0: It's hard to find something that tastes worse than Circus Peanuts.
1: They're really just the most disgusting. Like, they do feel like they come from that era where nobody knew what candy could taste like.
0: Right. Right. That era that I believe Britain is still in.
1: Oh, man. Very much so. <laughs> I'm yeah. just not a fan of any... British sweets I've ever tried. Now, yeah. I do like Marmite. This is the one culinary achievement, and I do want to celebrate it because I don't think we ever actually did celebrate it. The, mm-hmm. the one culinary achievement that I think Britain's brought to the world is Marmite. It's intensely savory, it's very, very salty, but it makes a great base for soups and stews, Mm-hmm. Uh, it's vegan if you believe yeast is vegan and if you don't you're kind of an idiot uh, and uh, it's packed with B vitamins in fact did I not once trick Eugene into trying Marmite by making you think it was some kind of caramel
0: Um, no you didn't make me think it was some kind of caramel that might have been someone else uh, could, be, could be you had Marmite and you had me try it because I asked if I could mm-hmm and i did not like it but at that time i uh, was not a big fan of of salty food and that has changed somewhat as i've i've gotten more into you know the culinary arts so well and you might find
1: uh, uses for this like it's it's not meant to be eaten straight
0: no no but it's 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 worth revisiting i think at this point at at the point that i tried it i remember it just to me it tasted like sweaty bread <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, that that is fair. That's accurate. I think that's pretty bang on.
0: Well, shall we move on to the Podcast Shopping
1: Network? Oh, yeah. Tell me all about it.
0: All right. This week's Podcast Shopping Network, in the history of automotive design, there have been many clear winners and losers. There have been countless vehicles that were terrible, and some of them hilariously so. But if you scratch beneath the surface, Beyond the AMC Gremlin, the Edsel, the Ford Pinto, you find a whole other world of hilarity. And in that world, my friends, there is only one range of cars that populates the road. The make, Reliant. The style, Three Wheels. The Reliant Robin, perhaps the best known of these vehicles, is one of the most ridiculous looking cars to have ever existed, and has enjoyed a long and storied history of looking silly, being compared to a plastic pig, and thanks to a front center wheel and a top heavy body, a tendency to tip over. Not as bad as what what was once depicted on an episode of Top Gear, but still, there has to be something to exaggerate for it to be an exaggeration sadly the robin is no longer produced but you can still find them online depending on the condition for a few thousand dollars or a few thousand pounds which ironically is a lot less than the reliant robin weighs
1: yeah you'll really flip for this car folks
0: (laughs) yeah and it's 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 kind of it's kind of silly looking it's it's a really silly looking little car
1: oh it's but it's delightfully goofy like,
0: yeah, it is. Yeah, it could be uh, driven by a, a Willy Wonka type. I think
1: it's the kind of thing where, like in the '60s, in in Britain in the '60s and '70s, you had this sort of mod, utterly ridiculous, yeah, person that you could definitely see, like like an Austin Powers guy, basically. This is the car right. you could see Austin Powers driving
0: for sure. For sure,
1: I mean, for a few seconds, and then you would see him rolling horizontally at a very high rate of speed.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, as you know, every star on the flag is another stifled emotion pushed so far down it can only reemerge through passive aggression, extremely dry sarcasm, and a petrifying fear of being impolite. And so we present State Up, our weekly review of all the states in the union. This week, we present facts about our 51st state, Great Britain.
1: England is the only state that's an island, because Hawaii is a colonized sovereign nation.
0: Big Ben boasts the biggest clock in all of England, and is well over 12 inches in size.
1: <laughs> Popular English band The Beatles was actually for human beings.
0: It has been said the sun never sets on the British Empire, but that's only because you can't see it through the fog and the clouds.
1: Likewise, Britain's most famous film star, Mr. Bean, is actually just a very taciturn human.
0: Ultimately, America has a bad habit of colonizing other places, of asserting its will over the third world so it can steal resources. So we're not innocent. But you know what? You know where we picked up this crap? You really want to know? From you, Dad! We learned it from watching you! Facts. (laughs) Our final segment tonight, as every week, or as it hasn't been for so many weeks, is called Person to Person in Person, where we share your valuable feedback with our audience. Obviously, we haven't received much feedback in the time we've been gone, but we did get one letter, and it reads as follows. Dear Person in Person, how are you? I am fine. I thought you were going to start a new podcast, but you never did. Can you tell me, has there been any progress on the new show? Sincerely, Little G Person. Well, we, we are continuing to work on the new show, uh, Little G. And in the meantime, I, I think it's fair to say you can expect more Anchor Person specials from us. We don't know with what regularity, but if you stay subscribed, there may be little treats in your feed from time to time.
1: Yeah, I mean, the way this episode came about, basically, was we kind of missed doing the show. Mm-hmm. And this big thing had happened... And enough time had passed that if we made a bunch of jokes about it, we didn't think people would get super mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so that's what we did. And so the next earth-shaking tragedy that happens—just check your podcast feed,
0: <laughs> or, or you know, just just stay subscribed and let it tell you when something pops in in that same anchor person's podcast feed we will be teasing our next podcast once we have it a little more shored up and and fleshed out
1: I mean, and he's not lying when he says we've been working on it we've got a few versions of the first episode already recorded (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah which is, we want it to be good right out of the gate, unlike this show
0: right, right, exactly this show took a long time before it got good it did get there, but it took a long time
1: and, well, I think this episode is the ultimate proof. This yeah,
0: is, I think so. This, it, ironically,
1: it, is the one that's going to put us on the
0: back. As ever, I would like to give a shout-out to our bros at Brozay. Uh We miss you guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to thank our voiceover artist, Adam West. You can find on Fiverr or at his website, awestprod.com. And, of course, thank you to all our loyal Tims. We miss you. Folks, that's all the news the Persons have for you tonight. Gene and Greg love your feedback, and there are so many ways to give it to them. Send them an email, anchorpersonspodcast at gmail.com. Find them on Twitter, at anchorpersons. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and review the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or the podcatcher of your choice. Or simply tell a friend. Until next time... This is Gene Person saying, you should always end a comedy
1: set with a callback. And this is Greg Person saying... Queen Elizabeth II of England has died. Good night.
0: Yeah, you know, fondled the sick goat. Glug glug went the mackerel. Barney Bly, private eye. <laughs> Rode the white whale. Ate Christmas dinner on Boxing Day. <laughs> Forgot to flush. Fed the flowers. Burned the big candle. Shat their last. Met God. Kicked it. Bought it. Bolted it. Jolted it. Left us. Left turn. We're a wooden onesie turned turtle, cocoa popped it, ate the pomegranate, bought the farm, hamburger time, kicked the bucket, snuffed it, scuffed it, buttered the dildo, butchered the dildo, moved on, went out, tatty bread, six feet under, dearly departed, married Henry Tudor, ate an English breakfast, you know, died.